To Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel, arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the Dayspring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David's son, Minister David Jr. Oluwadara. Oh, but how does it get to your mind? You have to, you have to do what? You have to read it. You got to read it. You read it, it gets to your mind, to your heart, then it gets to your mouth. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. It's not going to be in your mouth if it's not in your mind. Amen? And it's not going to be in your mind if you don't read it. It doesn't come by injection. It's no, it's no flu shot. Amen? If there was one, I would get it too. I would be all set. Every season, we'll get another one. So, God is saying to Joshua, read the book of the law. Read it and speak it. Meditate on it day and night. And when you do that, then you'll be able to do what? You'll be able to do it. You'll be able to do it. Oh, I, I'm finding it difficult to obey God. Do you read the word of God? Is it in your mind? Is it in your heart? Do you speak it? If you don't do all of that, it's not going to be so easy to be obedient. Look at it. This book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate there and day and night that you may observe so that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. The fear of the Lord is what? The beginning of wisdom. A good understanding of all those who love your law. A good understanding of all those that love your word have good understanding, sound understanding. The fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord is the word of God. See, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Hallelujah. May the Lord give you understanding in Jesus' name. If you commit your heart to the Lord, to the word of God, you will have wisdom because all wisdom comes from God. You will have sound understanding because God gives understanding. Then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. Again, God did not say to Joshua, you know, you, you got to lift some weights, you know, to be ready for this, for this battle that you're going to be fighting. You know, got to train the people how to fight. You know, let's get some, uh, some, some horses and uh, some, some, some weapons of war. No, God just said what? Meditate on my word and you will be strong. Of course, as you meditate on the word of God, whatever else you need to do in addition to that, the particular things that you need, God will instruct you to do. Amen. You know, we used to say, study as if you're not going to pray. And pray as if you're not going to study. Amen. Study to the maximum and pray to the maximum. Do both. It's not that, oh, all I need to do is just to study. You need to pray too. Or some people, all I need to do is just to pray. You need to study too. Amen. 
the race is not to the swift. The battle is not to the strong. But it doesn't mean don't be swift. And it doesn't mean don't be strong. You need to be swift. How do you get swift? You practice being swift. Amen? How do you get strong? You do some resistance training. Amen? Do all of that, but you know, success doesn't come from the east or from the west. Success comes from where? From the Lord. Promotion does not come from the east or from the west. It comes from the Lord. So the race is not to the swift, the battle is not to the strong. So we're talking about the heritage of the servants of the Lord, the spirit and the word. The spirit and the word. That's that's, that's all that God has for you. The spirit and the word. If you have the spirit and the word, then you got everything that God has for you. Again, Jesus did not give them a bag of money before he left. He did not give them, you know, a, a, a bank account for them to draw from. He just gave them his word and the Holy Spirit said, wait before you go to do anything. Wait for the promise. The promise of the Father. That promise was not, you know, some cash. Maybe there were some among them that were thinking, what's this promise? Now, the promise of the Father to you is the Holy Spirit. Amen? The promise of the Father to you is his word that has, he has given you. That's the heritage that you have of the Lord. The inheritance you have of the Lord is the word and the spirit. So, if we go back to our Hebrews chapter 6 that we're looking at. Hebrews chapter 6. You will see... Amen. And I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I desire that you go back home you know, and do some studies on your own and dig into these things because it's your inheritance. It's your, it's your life. It's your life. Amen. Hebrews chapter 6, it says from verse, let's look at verse 19. This hope, if you, if you, if you read from verse 9, say, from verse 18, that by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold, to lay hold upon the hope set before us. How are you going to lay hold upon the hope set before you? Verse 19 says, this hope we have as an anchor of the soul. This hope that we have fled to lay hold on is the anchor of our soul. It is sure and steadfast. It's constant. It doesn't change. See, this hope is actually within the veil. You see, and which enters the presence behind the veil. This hope is within the veil. Amen? This hope enters the presence behind the veil. Your hope is within the veil. Your heritage, your inheritance, the promise is within the veil. And that's what you're going to lay hold on. It's not outside of the veil. It's not in the outer court. It's not in the inner court. It's in the innermost court. It's before the presence of the Lord within the veil. That's where your hope is. That's where everything that you need for life is. Amen. Everything that you need, everything that God has for us is within the veil in the presence of the Lord. This is what we need to lay hold on. How do we lay hold on this? We have to follow. We have to follow the forerunner. The forerunner did the same thing. He went within the veil to lay hold on the hope set before him. The scripture says, We should set our eyes on Jesus, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and now is set at the right hand of the majesty on high. We should do like him. We should follow in his steps. 
He is the forerunner. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, which enters the presence behind the veil, where the forerunner has entered for us. Even Jesus, having become an high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek, we have the forerunner has entered for us. The forerunner means the one that goes before. There must be the ones that come behind. You and I are the ones that come behind. We follow him. Where do we follow him to? We follow him within the veil. We go with him within the veil. That's where we're going to lay hold on the hope set before us. That's where we're going to lay hold on the heritage. That's where we're going to lay hold on the inheritance that has been purchased for us. Amen. This hope is the anchor of our soul. It is sure. It is steadfast. And enters the presence behind the veil. Now, it says, Jesus has been made an high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Now, high priests, what does an high priest do? An high priest comes before the presence of the Lord. Amen? Makes intercession for the people. Pleads for the people. You can say an high priest is a prayer warrior. Amen? An high priest is a prayerful person. And the scriptures say we should follow the high priest. Hmm? Follow the high priest. Jesus is our high priest. And he is the high priest according to the order or in the spirit of Melchizedek. In the order of Melchizedek. And we should follow in the same order. So we should be like him. We should be prayer warriors like him. Amen. Because he is a forerunner. If we're going to follow him, if we're going to follow in his full style, we have to be like him. We have to be priests too. And the scripture does say that you are a priest. You are a priest. You are a royal priesthood. Okay. So, let's turn to Genesis 14, which describes Hebrews 7. You know, Hebrews 6 to 7. I mean, you know that uh, the chapters... Uh, just put there to separate things. Uh, it's not like, you know, um, that's the way they were written in the first place. So, um, chapter 6, chapter 7 is a continuation of chapter 6. It's not like, you know, uh, it's a different thing. Let's turn to Genesis 14 and look briefly at what happened there. Genesis 14. We've talked about this before, and I hope you commit these things to memory. Amen. Hallelujah. Genesis 14. It's a battle of four kings against five kings. Abraham. Abraham was called into it um, because his nephew had been taken away, had been captured. So he was notified and he decided to go and rescue his nephew, Lot, who had been captured. So now he was on his way back after you know, he had won the battle. He was on his way back in verse 18. Genesis 14, 18. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God most high. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of God most high, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be God most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him a tithe of all. So, we have Abraham coming back from the slaughter of the kings. And Abin met him. And this figure that met him gave him bread and wine. And said to him, you are blessed by God, the possessor of heaven and earth. 
who actually delivered your enemies into your hand. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.